0: Welcome to Retiring Today, the podcast that guides you to and through retirement. I'm Molly Nelson, host of the podcast. Rochelle Smith is with us. She's the producer. Lauren Merkel, he's a certified financial fiduciary, a certified financial planner, and a retirement income certified professional. We have a special, special guest. One of our team members has joined us today. But first, before we tell you about that team member and her important role here at Retirement Planning, let's set up why we have brought her on today, Lauren. So lifestyle plan. It's not what you think about, you know, people come to you and one of the first things they're talking to you about, Lauren, is do I have enough saved for retirement? How much am I going to need? Can I retire? And a lot of times you have to go, hang on, we're going to get there, but first.
1: It's one of the first things that we talk about is what are they going to do with their life on a day-to-day, month-to-month basis once they do retire. The, from a non-financial standpoint, this is the activity plan. The lifestyle plan is one of the biggest reasons why people choose not to retire right now, why they choose to delay re- their retirement. We just had a a, a breakfast a chamber breakfast outing, and I was talking to an individual about just that. He was in his early 60s. He's thinking about retiring kind of there but I asked him, what are you going to do after you retire? He had no idea what he was going to do. And thus for, he decided that he's not going to retire right now because what's, what's next? What he did say is he likes people. He likes meeting new people. And in retirement, what we notice is that as people age, their social circles tend to shrink. And he knows that intuitively, and he's not looking forward to that. So part of, part of the lifestyle plan should be how are you going to f- find fulfillment in this next phase of your life? People work for 40 years, and in many times, many ways, that work becomes their purpose. It becomes what fulfills them on a regular basis, and when you retire – that kind of goes away. So what's going to take that place? And that's why the lifestyle component of your retirement plan is a big component and should be one of the areas that is focused on. And then the other five components of the plan are all the financial ways that you're going to be able to accomplish your lifestyle retirement plan.
0: Yeah. This podcast is going to focus on lifestyle, but the other components, just so people can kind of look forward to what our next five podcasts or so will be about our income investments, healthcare, legacy planning and taxes. So today we're just going to focus on the lifestyle piece because Lauren, would you say accumulation advisors or the other types of advisors that are out there, are they talking
1: about this? They're not talking about the lifestyle. What they're talking about is the investment piece. This is what we have been taught is our retirement plan. This is what we have been taught is going to fuel us from the working years to beyond. And that is true. I mean, that's the engine of the vehicle. When you drive your vehicle, your vehicle is not going to go very far if it doesn't have a properly working engine. But it's also not going to go very far if it doesn't have the frame or have wheels or a steering wheel. And so accumulation advisors, they focus on the engine, which is the investments. And then once you get to the pre-retirement phase, you're maybe 18 months, 24 months out from retiring, it becomes a lot more real to you. And you start thinking about all the other components of your car that you need to make this thing work for the next twenty to thirty years, and that's where we come into play, and that's the area that we focus on. We work with pre-retirees who are th- within ten years of retiring or already retired, and we put together all the pieces of this retirement puzzle to help them make the transition from the working years to the retirement years and beyond.
0: I mean, do you guys already have your lifestyle plan picked out, Rochelle? What does it look like? What are you thinking? Ooh, I don't know. Probably a little bit of. Tr- travel, might pick up a hobby. I'm not sure what that hobby is. (laughs) Right. I'll figure it out. But you'll figure it out before the time comes. Spencer, what do you envision your lifestyle looking like in retirement? Uh, I have to go with travel like Rochelle and then probably a lot of crafting. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh yeah. You're great at crafting. That's Spencer Atwood. Spencer is part of our client experience team here at Merkle Retirement Planning. And Let's talk about the client experience team. But first, Lauren, we got to get to you. What's your what is your retirement lifestyle plan look like? What are you thinking?
1: A little travel, perhaps. Uh, Definitely winter someplace that's not wintry. Yes. Warm, Uh, warm winters. Sounds great. You want to move away
0: from Iowa? (laughs) Well, yeah,
1: on a temporary basis. I don't mind the seasons. It's something 10 years ago I wouldn't have said. But now I, I appreciate spring. I appreciate fall. I just don't appreciate January and February. (laughs) So I could spend January and February somewhere else and then uh, hang out here for a little bit and uh, hang out with the family.
0: Yeah. And we work with families all over the country, but the ones that live kind of in the middle part of the United States often tell us that one of their lifestyle goals in retirement is to go somewhere warm in the winter, whether it's to... To golf or just to be outside or just to, they've seen enough snowstorms. I hear that from a lot of people when they get to about 60. I have seen enough snowstorms. I don't need to see anymore. But if you are in the Midwest and you are retired, sometimes you need something to do. So what we do at Merkle Retirement Planning that I think is really cool is if, if you're looking for to expand that social circle, the education, the connecting, the networking, we offer things for the families and individuals that we work with. And that's where Spencer at Atwood comes into play. So Spencer client experience, that's that's your title client experience specialist. It means a lot of things, but if you kind of have to explain it to someone, what do you tell
2: them? Well, I tell everybody I have the most fun job here, which I realize is subjective, but I'm going to I'm going to own that and I'm going to live in my truth and just stand by the fact that You know, almost on a weekly basis, we have different activities for the families and individuals that we work with to participate in. And I get the privilege of planning um, our monthly Elevated Living Series activities and events. And the purpose and the goal of those is to offer up our individuals and families a chance to participate in educational activities, maybe activities that promote health and wellness, um, but most of all, just giving them that strong community aspect.
0: Yeah. And Lauren... Of course, you're, you're a numbers guy. I mean, you're a financial guy. You're, I, I named off all those RICP, CFF. Why is it so important to you to have somebody like Spencer, who is the total opposite of you kind of personality-wise, <laughs> right, right? Like, if you saw Spencer right now, she's wearing a colorful shirt, and she's got a headband on with jewels, and she's crafting, and she's like somebody that you just like want to be around because she's just so eclectic. And Lauren, you have a lot of great personality traits too, but yours are a lot too-
1: I, was, I was waiting for the but. <laughs> and Lauren, you have a lot of great personality traits too, but-, but. But
0: you're more like, hey, did you see what the stock market did today? And I'm like, wah, wah. No, just kidding. You're, of course, uh, on the other end. So it's so cool to have somebody like Spencer on the team because, again, we talk about developing the lifestyle plan with people. What are you going to do in retirement? But this is like, I feel like a value add that if you're interested in more, we offer it for people.
1: It's definitely a value add because this is once we get the the financial aspect in place, then the anxiety kind of washes away with how am I going to get the income I need at point of retirement? Do I have enough? What am I going to do tax? Planning-wise, what's this long-term care risk as it, as it relates to me and my plan and how do I mitigate the impact of that? Right, once they get all this financial anxiety gone, now they really have nothing else to worry about except for what are they gonna do yeah. for fun? And uh, that's where Spencer does a great job. Spencer leads the team initiatives on creating lifestyle activity opportunities for the families that we work with and their friends, uh, and they appreciate it. I mean, Spencer mentioned that she wants to do crafting in retirement. One of our biggest ELS events last year was our crafting event, uh, and people came in and had a great time, and Spencer had a great time with them, and, and I think it's a really good sign, Spencer, that you find that really exciting. Not, maybe not everybody else, but <laughs> the person who's actually leading those initiatives, that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, the people come and they love it. So let's talk about some of the things that we offer. You said Elevated Living Series. We know that there's crafting, but don't worry if crafting's not your thing. We've all, we've had what, beer tasting. I mean, l- list off some of the events.
2: Yeah. We try to mix it up as much as possible. We did a nature walk last year. Yeah. We did a beer tasting and we happened to luck out with just the most beautiful weather. So we got to sit outside and just enjoy each other's company and eat really good food and try some different beers. Uh, We've done ballroom dancing. We're going to the botanical gardens and a couple months we're having a local um, NFL officiant come in and talk to our clients and tell him, um, tell them all about the experiences that he's had you know like at the most recent Super Bowl he was one of the officiants so we try to do a little something for everyone yeah
0: and these are these events rochelle you go to them sometimes too as as one of the team members they're really well received by the families and individuals we work with oh and it's a great time to get to know our families that we work with so well i mean i don't get the privilege of working with any of them on a day-to-day basis since i'm behind the scenes so it's great to talk with them get to know them better i had a great conversation once about andy williams who was born oh (laughs) yeah hometown that i came from yep the singer andy williams oh yeah um so okay elevated living series we went that I think it's worth noting too. We do lunch and learns, Lauren, and we have volunteer days. So again, if activity based maybe isn't your thing, there's also kind of educational stuff that we're offering people as well.
1: We do, and we do some of that outside the walls of Merkle Retirement Plan, and we do some of it within uh, within the walls. There's a couple of reasons I really like this aspect of what we do. Right, all the non-financial activities that we do is is one. We have a lot of team members here that aren't directly involved on the financial conversations, uh, but the way that we can serve our families the best is by getting to know truly who they are. And if all we're doing is sitting within the the walls of Merkle Retirement Planning talking about where they're going to get their next check from, yeah, that's important. We do that, but we don't get to know (laughs) as much about them if we take them – or join outside the walls of Merkle retirement planning with the the whole team and really get to know what it is that they like to do. What did they like to do on a day-to-day basis? Uh, what do they not like to do? And just get to know truly who they are. So these types of events really enable us to have a better relationship uh, with the families that we work with, but also a more comprehensive relationship with everybody on the team, as opposed to just the retirement planners.
0: And Spencer, you shared with me recently a really fun story at our bowling event where there were three generations uh, from one family bowling together.
2: Yeah, it was really cute. Um, We actually have the privilege of working with two of those three generations. And so um, they brought their little grandson with them and they just got to make, you know, sweet memories that afternoon bowling together. And it was pretty cute. And I hope someday we can work with all three generations.
0: I think it's worth noting that a lot of these events, too, we tell the families and individuals that we work with bring a friend because we know that, you know, your friends, your peers may have an opportunity to connect with our team. And it's also fun sometimes to bring a friend to an event. And that's uh, something that we've really been encouraging the families and individuals that we work with to do. So whether you're local and you like the idea of activities, or maybe you're listening to us from outside of the Midwest, but you've got questions about your lifestyle plan, or you heard Lauren talk about taxes, health care, all of these pieces of that, that car that need to come together. Here's a great opportunity, no matter where you live, to talk directly with a retirement planner. It's a 15 minute complimentary retirement checkup call. You can go to MerkleRetire.com. That's M-E-R-K-L-E retire.com right now and schedule your 15 minute retirement checkup call today. Lauren, you've been helping people retire for more than 20 years and you've seen the good times and you've walked with families through some of the sad times too. And it's not just about the fun stuff as you move to and through retirement. So we have resources for some of those tough times as well.
1: Walking with our families through the tough times isn't necessarily fun from our side of it, but is one of the most important things that we can do as a part of their team. And so a couple of years ago we decided, Hey, let's, uh, let's create a a grief group, and we call it embracing grief. Everybody goes through grief during different phases of their life. But when you are towards the retirement phase of your life and you lose a spouse or you lose a parent, um, there's a hole that within your heart that just feels hard to be filled in. There's a whole lot of other challenges that you're uh, presented with as well. So the grief Group the embracing grief is uh, is a group that we've created that really allows like minded, like situated people to come together to share their experiences and to feed positive energy into each other and really help each other along. And as I talked about before, the social circles do get smaller. Your social circles feel really, really small. When you're 68 years old and your spouse of 40 years passes away and your kids are grown, they have their own lives, maybe they're not even in the same area and you feel really alone. And this is just an excellent way for people to come together uh, and really share their experiences and help, help hopefully build a bond and work on themselves emotionally.
0: Yes. So the Embracing Grief group meets here at Michael Retirement Planning once a month. And we also have the caregiving circle, Spencer. who's, Who's a candidate to come to the caregiving circle?
2: You know i think through covid we realized that so many of the individuals we work with are caregivers and typically people only think of themselves as a caregiver if their spouse you know is super sick but that's really not the case you can caregive for a friend a neighbor a grandchild a child a parent a spouse and so this group was really born to give people an opportunity to come in and talk about the challenges of being a caregiver, how tiring it can be, uh the frustrations that come along with that. And so this group has been able to, you know, raise their hand and and sort of support one another and say, "Yeah, I'm frustrated too," or "I'm lonely too," or you know, whatever they're feeling, they're not so alone in it anymore. And they're validated because they know that other people are walking through very similar situations and feeling the same feelings. And we have this incredible professional, Kathy Koenig, who facilitates both of these groups. And she's just done such a great job of creating this really warm inviting, safe space where they can come and share. Kathy's just done a great job of helping um, these individuals through challenging times.
0: And Lauren, whether it's a lunch and learn, a bowling event, or the caregiving circle, all of this is complimentary to the families and individuals that we work with.
1: It's all part of the service that we provide to our families uh, because we want to be as comprehensive as we can. Also, a part of the things that that pre-retirees and retirees are looking to accomplish in their life as organization in simplicity. And again, as you age more, you are looking to make things simpler in your life. And so if you have a trusted relationship with a firm, a retirement planning firm, and they can bring all of these other things to the table as well, uh, it just makes life a little bit bit simpler. So we're just trying to help out as much as we can in as many ways as we can for the families that we care about here at Merkle Retirement Planning.
0: And of course, Spencer is planning an event, guys, not only is it fun, you've seen firsthand, Spencer, how couples and families and individuals really connect at these things.
2: Yeah, last year, um, three couples who had never met one another were at an event together and just through some casual conversation and getting to know each other, they came to the realization that all three males had had the same heart procedure done and just the instantaneous bond and connection. Um, By the end of the night, they were hugging, they were exchanging phone numbers and because we offer so many different events for people to connect at, you know, there's going to be a day in the future where they're all back in the same room together again, um, just connecting and, and catching up with one another.
1: Yeah, in fact, since that event, I saw them at one of our more recent events, and they were hanging out together, and <laughs> they were talking about how they have developed a real friendship, and they hang out together outside of the, the oh, MRP that's events fun. too. So and it's all part of that, that goal. One of the goals is to broaden those social circles, and that's a prime example of how – uh, just meeting at an event like this, develop new friendships and new opportunities to expand s- expand their uh, social horizons.
0: Yeah. And we talk about getting out of the Midwest in the winter. Some of our families that have been retired for maybe 10 years and have tried out some different spots, you've heard them give advice to the new retirees like, oh, here's where you go in the winter. Here's where you don't go. Exactly. Yeah. Those are really fun connections. So Lauren, what I didn't reveal here, guys, is my retirement lifestyle plan, which I just want to note changes about every single week. But- Recently, recently, after 10 years on the waiting list, my husband is the proud owner of Chicago Cubs season tickets. Nice. Yes, he was pumped up. The timing is not great for us, but, you know,
1: we can't is control me? that kind of thing, right? The tickets were ready after 10 years. So gonna, I've been told. Are you going to say Cubs, thanks, but no thanks? No, yeah, he looked Let's at me. Let's wait another 10 years. Yeah,
0: and he kind of looked at me and goes, Well, I mean, I mean, he was so pumped. I mean, like a kid. Oh, I could, I could see nine-year-old Cole who I knew. And I was like, how am I going to tell him? No, there's no (laughs) chance. I mean, this guy, he was tear, like, listen, Of course, yes, honey, we can do this. You bet. We'll make it work.
2: Lucky for you guys, we could take those tickets anytime you guys can't use them. Good. I
0: know people. Great. That's great. Good. Because we got a lot to sell. By the way, Chicago to Ford Dodge, about a six and a half hour drive. So yeah, we'll just be over there for all 76 home games, guys. No big deal. Did I mention we have four young children? No? I forgot that part of this podcast? Anyways, my new version of a retirement lifestyle plan is a condo in downtown Chicago. Lauren. So here's, hear me out. So I sit down with you. Let's say I'm five to 10 years off from retirement, like a lot of the families, individuals that we work with are. And I say, here's the plan, Lauren. We're getting a condo on Michigan Avenue. And then I say, Lauren, here's what we have going on (laughs) financially. And you say, Molly, the resources and the plan don't match up.
1: How does that
0: conversation
1: go? The conversation happens just like that, except for there's a lot of visuals that go along the way. I mean, really, the, the way we start out is typically with through a 15-minute checkup call, and this is the type of stuff we're talking about. We're not talking about how much is in your IRA or 401k plan. That can come up, but typically what we really want to get into is what... Do you want to do when you retire? Do you want to winter somewhere else? Do you want to have season tickets at with the, with the Chicago Cubs or Iowa Cubs? <laughs> yeah, there, now that, there is you go. Smart. Uh, and then how, how are you going to be able to afford it? But we work that out through the plan. So we talk about the activity goals, the lifestyle plan, and then it's our job to go to work and say, based on everything that you have, whether it's the IRAs, the 401ks, the social security, maybe you have a pension. Look at all your financial resources and we look for maximization strategies of these financial resources. And then we say, Molly, uh, your lifestyle plan as stated today, <laughs> maybe next week it'll be different, <laughs> but as stated this week is not going to quite work, gonna work out. I've got um, a little time at least. Unless you do A, B and C. Right. So if it doesn't work, we don't just stop there. We need to say, what if we did this? This isn't going to enhance your, your financial part of the plan in this way and what if we do this this will enhance it and then maybe you have a shot the good news molly is you have a, a lot of time left let's <laughs> so get closer the, the, earl- the, the earlier you start the better chances you have of achieving that lifestyle plan and as you alluded to in 20 years your lifestyle plan will probably look a little bit different than as you see it today but that's uh, you know once once you retire or you get close to retirement that lifestyle plan has a way of evolving as well. So even if you were 60 years old, what you feel your lifestyle plan is going to be in two years or next year, five years from now, is probably going to look a little bit different. And that's why this plan, whatever plan you put together, your plan needs to be adjusted on at least an annual basis. And it needs to, you need to make sure that it accurately reflects what your vision is at the moment.
0: And are those maximization strategies, is that something you can get to in a 15 minute complimentary? retirement checkup call? We,
1: We typically don't because that's more of where the analytics and the work really come into play. And it takes more time for us to put that together than the 15 minute. And really in the 15 minute conversation, we're just trying to get to know you, right? Who are you? What are you concerned about? What are you really trying to accomplish? And then if we get to it, what kind of resources do you have? But a lot of times we're just talking about the activity plan, the lifestyle plan. And then what you do is you'll, you'll send us the financial data that we need. You know, here's what you have. Uh, From a social security statement standpoint, here's what you have in your current 401k. Here's what you have in a 401k you left behind five years ago. And then our team will put together the analytics to say, here's some of the really nice things that you have going on with the financial part of your plan. And here's some opportunities that you have to try to achieve the lifestyle plan that you set forth within that 15-minute call. Uh, And really, we'll have a couple different conversations to provide you as much information as we can to help you on your way. And through those conversations, what you'll really identify is here's the value we can offer to you. Here's what our company can offer to you. Here's what the relationship looks like. And then we'll also be able to learn is can we really add value to what you have going on? And if all that meshes, then great. We'll work together. We'll build a plan and you'll get to see on paper what your retirement looks like from a lifestyle plan standpoint, but also from a financial standpoint of how you're going to accomplish that.
0: And on the other end of kind of my example is I know sometimes you sat down, gone through this process with families and been like, hey, you've got more than enough. You can spend this much a month and still get to and through retirement. And I have to imagine those are the really fun conversations because maybe they're going to do a little extra or give a little extra or you know, just feel really good about getting through retirement.
1: One of the biggest fears that pre-retirees have is, do they have enough? I mean, if you're two years away from retirement and you have a million dollars in your portfolio, you might be sitting there thinking, I'm not sure that's enough for the next 30 years. That is a very common thought. So one of the big value adds of the plan is if you're going into retirement, if that's you and you're going into retirement saying, I can only spend $5,000 a month. And this is what your lifestyle plan looks like on a $5,000 a month budget. But then we go through the plan and say, you can comfortably and confidently afford to spend $7,500 a month during the first five years of your retirement. But we know inflation is in existence and more so now than what it has over the last number of decades. So we have to account for inflation. So five years into retirement, you cannot spend $7,500 a month. You can spend $9,000 a month and you can still have confidence to not run out of money before you run out of time. Walking into retirement- with that knowledge is extremely powerful because the $5,000 a month budget may not fit your lifestyle plan, but now you know it's not $5,000 a month. It's 7,500 and you can do a whole lot more on 7,500 a month than you can 5,000.
2: I think one of my favorite moments last year was we had someone come in and talk to Lauren about the fact that she wanted to retire in approximately three years, but she was really over working and was not sure she could make it three years and Lauren gave her the green light to retire and she signed on and we started working with her and before you know it she had turned in her notice and she is living her best life she's traveling she's spending time with family and I feel like the fact that she took the time and you know walked through our process almost gave her three years of her life back that she wouldn't have had otherwise if she would have thought that she had to keep working. Without actually doing the research and you know checking numbers and and making a plan. Wow.
1: Yeah the the time time is one of the most important things that we all have that we can't we don't have enough of and we can't get time back. And she made that decision that because eventually you have to decide how much is enough. How much do you want to keep working, especially through a, 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 through anxious times where people are really overstressed and it is deteriorating their health. Uh, So how much is enough? And one of the ways you can answer that is through the development of that plan where, you know, in, in her case, she could see visually she had enough. So what was the most important thing to her at that point was more time. And so in that case, she gave herself through going through the planning process, three extra years that she can go out and live her best life. And now these are the go-go years of her retirement. And that's the thing. There are three distinct phases of, uh, of retirement. Molly, you mentioned them, the go-go, the slow-go, the no-go. But it's, those time frames are different for everybody. Some people enter the go-go years. They're healthy. They have energy. They have the resources. They have the plan to do everything they want to do. And then just like that, on a dime life changes and now they're either in the slow go or no go. And uh, those are things you can't necessarily foresee. So if you have the go-go energy and mentality and you have the resources and enough is enough, then go enjoy those go-go years.
0: Something we haven't even talked about in this podcast, that can prevent people from retiring is healthcare. So, if you want more information on something like that or other subjects that we have not covered, we've got a YouTube page. Um, go to YouTube, search Merkel Retirement Planning. Again, that's M E R K L E retirement planning. And right on there, we've got uh, videos on topics like how to pay for healthcare and yeah. Medicare annual enrollment. If you want to schedule that 15 minute complimentary retirement checkup call. That website is merkelretire.com, M-E-R-K-L-E retire.com. So this was just the first component of a retirement plan. There are five more to talk about. We'll do it here on this podcast, Retiring Today. Subscribe, tell a friend about it. Thanks for listening.
2: Brilliant. I didn't get to say my opening line. It's you? not too late. What? I didn't know what your opening line was. I but I, what? What? I finally feel like I get to sit at the cool kids lunch table. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there were cool kids we, in here. We could put that in. And then I in. was going to be
2: like, no, for real, where's my chicken patty <laughs> on a bun? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. school-made bun. Yeah. Chicken patty.